Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Marketing for Your Future. I'm your host, Susan St. Dennis, and today I'm excited to bring on the show Robin Hatcher with Speak Etc. Hi, Robin. How are you doing today? Hey, Susan. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm glad to hear that you're doing well, and I'm excited to learn more yeah. about your company. Why don't you give us a quick introduction? Well, Speak Etc. and RobinHatcher.com is a communication expertise, and we do consulting. We do presentation skills. We do uh, keynote speaking, all things around communication, something I call a framework of communication RX, because there are a lot of illnesses around the communication space, whether it is about not being strong enough to have a brand that that impacts or whether it's about having a mismatch with the communication styles with the people that you work with, or whether it's about being able to communicate fully so that you can get and be who it is that you are in the world. And that's what I I work on. I create remedies for all of these communication ills. So I'm curious, with the people that you work with, what do you find tends to be the most consistent issue uh, amongst companies when it comes to communication? Yeah, the most consistent issue is that uh, people are, okay, there are two issues. One issue is that people think that logic sells when it doesn't. What sells is emotion. What sells is being able to reach someone and engage someone from an emotional standpoint. And people are so used to giving us facts. They're giving us the features of what it is that they do, the features of what it is that they want, but they forget to communicate the why behind it. So that goes for the personal branding and that goes for interpersonal communication. The second issue that I see often is that people feel as though their communication style is the only communication style out there. And that creates a huge amount of miscommunication, misunderstandings, and frankly, conflict. Because we communicate one way and we're communicating with someone who may be speaking your same native language, but their communication style is so different that they don't understand or they misunderstand something that you've said. And that creates a lot of problems. I couldn't agree more. I think it's really interesting that you bring that up because I feel, especially for people that are leaders within their company space, it's important for them to be flexible within the world of communication. So uh, what, what you're saying right there, I think it's important for people to obtain that skill. But previously, you mentioned with the first issue, you talked about how emotion sells. And I mm. think we really see that right now with the pandemic. A lot of those commercials that were coming out at the beginning of the pandemic really were uh, aiming to hit that emotional heartstring. We're all in this together, unification, yeah. all that good stuff. But I feel like now the message has gone stale and the emotions, it kind of feels a little bit manipulative. These companies are constantly yeah. using the, the heartstrings. So do you feel like the emotions, the emotional aspect of communication can be misused? How can companies avoid doing that either within their company or when they you know, communicate to their customers outside? Right. We have to understand that emotion gets a bad rap. I mean, because what we, when we say the word emotion, we think of like you just represented the heartstrings and, and, and love and hate and all those deep emotions. But when I'm talking about emotional connections, there are so many different ways that we can uh, connect emotionally. So emotion, money is emotional. Being, um, saving time is emotional. Uh, uh, being, thought better than another person, that's emotional. So when I'm talking emotional, I'm talking about emotion in a much broader sense. So that I, I think that you're right. When we keep 
tugging at the same emotional string, that's going to be overused and people then start to get blinded to it and they get um, they they actually turn off. And so what you want to think about is like when you because I have a list that I use with my clients that has 32 emotional triggers that will will in, will engage your listener and persuade them to go another step. So what we really have to think about is not to pigeonhole what emotion is and what emotion means and think of other things. So right now, like fear is an emotion or being safe is emotion. Those are what everybody has is, is been doing during the pandemic. But also emotion is getting ahead is emotional, being excited, being in love, being, you know, like um, being reminded of things in the past. Those are all other kinds of emotions that we can start tapping and triggering. Absolutely. You know what? And that ties into your second point that you had made where there isn't just one style of communication, just in that same realm, there isn't one style of emotional uh, marketing or emotional communication. So my final question for you before we bring everything to a close, if you were to give any advice to companies as they're coming out of the pandemic when it comes to uh, their communication, what, what advice would you have for how they can maintain stability and make sure that they're assuring their employees and assuring their customers? Yeah, I think the most important skill that you need to have as a leader right now is the skill of listening. And uh, the way that I like to talk about it is we have three levels of listening. And one level is we listen to win. And so a lot of times companies will go and it's like, how can I win this market share or how can I win this this ad or whatever? And so that's not a helpful way. So if you listen to fix, a lot of people then go in and say, okay, I'm going to listen. How can I fix this? How can I fix this this customer? How can I fix this department? But what we really need to start doing more and more of, and that's going to inform you of all the things I talked about before, you want to listen to learn. Listen to learn what is hurting somebody right now. So as leaders, you need to go in and listen authentically. Do not try to fix anything before you listen and you learn what the real particular problems are. Because just the pulling it all together is that each client, each colleague, each direct report, each department is going to have different needs, different emotional triggers might set them off, might engage them. So listening to learn is the biggest thing that that uh, communicators or leaders can do right now. And when they listen, like show that they're listening, get ask for feedback, ask for what's going on, do town halls where you just listen and don't tell them anything until afterwards. Do your research, do more market research about finding out what really is turning people on and turning people off. So I think that that this is a time that we need to listen and learn. I couldn't agree more, Robin. I think that's a great point to end on. Thank you so much for joining me here on, on, on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. And everybody watching at home, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Marketing for Your Future. I'm your host, Susan St. Dennis. And if you'd like to learn more about Robin and Speak, etc., you can check her out at bluehorn.com. We look forward to seeing you next time on Bluehorn TV.